Hello everyone, this is DJ Ocean Spray, and I'm here to give you an off-the-record interview. You're listening to WKNC 88.1 HD1 Raleigh. We're a radio station at NC State University. I am here today with the lead singer from the Durham-based band Sluice. So Justin, where are you from and what do you do? Uh, I'm from Winston-Salem, um, and uh, but live in Durham now with, with my bandmates, um, and I play in the band Sluice. I've read that you are also an engineer, which I think is audio engineering. Yeah, but can you right. tell me a little bit about it? Totally. Yeah, uh, I went to college for that. I went to UNC Asheville and studied audio engineering, um, and yeah, like studio recording and live sound and that kind of thing. Um, and so yeah, I record bands and uh, I have a little studio at my house, that kind of thing. And what's the story behind the name Sluice? Um. Sluice, I think primarily is just a word that I thought was cool. Um, and the more that I thought about it, I thought that the meaning actually was was uh, fitting and felt applicable. But the first time I was exposed to it was on like a historical marker, like a roadside historical marker. Um, on the way, uh, my family used to go up to Smith Mountain Lake in Virginia. Um, we would rent a house there every year um, and yeah, just play in the water and stuff. Uh, but yeah, there was always a historical marker on the side of the road um, advertising Slink Shoal Sluice, which is like a particular sluice. Um, but I just thought that was the funniest combinations of words that was really hard to say. So that just kind of stuck in my head for a while, but I didn't really think anything of it. And then, yeah, I was looking for a way to release music uh, without just using my own name um, and thought that the word sluice was was fitting as like a like a pressure release. Yeah, that's very cool. And um, how exactly did the band start? Uh, yeah, so like I said, I uh, had just written some songs by myself and was working on recording them um, and uh, met up with my good friend Avery Sullivan, who drums in the band now. Um, and we were living together in New York, and uh, we were living in a apartment with a really uh, sketchy landlord, and all of our... Um, apartment mates people that lived in the other units of the building moved out because they were upset with the treatment which is completely reasonable and we just decided you know we we're just going to roll the dice and try to stick around for a little bit so there was a multiple month period where we had access to a full apartment and could make noise in it so we um, just put some equipment in the basement of the building and that's where we made the first record um just me and avery down in the yeah down in our apartment which was fun <laughs> um so yeah just started out as like a recording project and then uh, after I came back down to Durham, like I said, I'm from North Carolina, but yeah, came came back down, and uh, yeah, we we figured out a live band, and that was right before COVID, so we had a bit of a false start, um, but yeah, now I've been able to play more shows together and out in the world, which has felt really nice. Yeah. So, when did your personal journey with music start? Like, have you always enjoyed listening or creating music? I think so. I could maybe ask my parents. Um, yeah, I'd, I've always been big into music. There's some like fun little photos or like home videos of uh, I, my my mom's brother, my uncle Jimmy, uh, who actually went to state, go pack, um, uh, is a great guitar player and would always play guitar and sing John Prine songs and things like that at vacations. And there's a great photo of me as a baby, just like totally transfixed watching him play guitar, which is very sweet. Um, but yeah, I think I think I was always drawn to music and um, probably got started singing in like church choir uh, growing up and then took some lessons. I took piano lessons and took guitar lessons and uh, yeah, just really enjoyed it and kept up with it. 
And who is your like greatest musical inspiration? That's a hard question. <laughs> I don't know. It changes a lot. I feel like I go through big periods of like really worshiping people mm-hmm. and then they they still stay with me, but they're not always like, oh, this person is the one. I feel like recently I've been really into Dan Riggins uh, okay. from Friendship. I think he's such a great writer and I've really enjoyed hearing his music and uh, I've gotten to meet him a couple of times and he's a really sweet guy. There's, it's a small world, the like indie music scene, I yeah. guess, but I, I love his writing. And I heard that you really like Bruce Springsteen and I thought that was really interesting considering his music is very different from yours. Yeah. Um, like as a child, did you like enjoy things that, you know, were more similar to like, you know, Sluice's kind of folky sound or did you like things that were more like Bruce Springsteen, like kind of different from that? Yeah, I, uh, I feel like the stuff I've been making now definitely isn't what I've always listened to. And Bruce, my dad's a huge Bruce fan. Um, he took us to see Bruce in 2002, I think. So that was my first concert when I was maybe nine. Um, and yeah, so I was just totally raised on that music and had a funny arc of really loving it as a kid and then being a teenager and getting into slightly more experimental music or getting into folk music and being like, oh, I don't like this like arena rock. I don't need this. And now I've fully come back around to being like, oh, yeah. he's a total genius. I, I love his music. Yeah. Um, okay. And so like more about your own music, Sluice's music personally reminds me of like running around my family's mountain house in like the summertime with all my cousins. And it's like so nostalgic and like not in the corny way, but it feels like it's like filled with like love kind of like, what do you want to portray with Sluice's music or like, what are you trying to tell through it? I would love to tell that. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds really beautiful. <laughs> I wasn't picturing your family's mountain yeah. house, but I'm glad that that was your experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, uh, I mean, maybe all music is about personal relationships, but yeah, like personal relationships and intimacy and uh, nature are, are definitely big themes that I've written about a lot. Is there a specific place that has kind of inspired your music? Uh, I think going to college in the mountains was really big for me. Um, just I didn't grow up doing a ton of camping or like frolicking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess I did do a lot of frolicking in Winston Salem as a kid, just standard kid stuff. But that really got me into backpacking and spending extensive si- time outside and just like learning more about. Um, ecology and things like that just in college um so yeah i think like western north carolina was a big uh inspiration to me but when i moved to new york i was only there for a little bit and i really didn't like being in a big city up north i really miss north carolina i feel like it was pretty formative Mm -hmm. just to being like oh i really miss home um and living in the triangle which i hadn't done before i've been really struck by how beautiful central north carolina is the eno river features pretty prominently on the last loose record um, just in places that songs were written. Um, and yeah, I, I love the Piedmont. It's a beautiful part of the state. Yeah, I think it's very beautiful. Um, people don't really talk about it that often. Yeah, I think it's, it's like great. really looked over. Totally. Um, so what genre would you like put Sluice in? Um, I think I think it's an indie rock project that, yeah, has a lot of folk influences and has some like ambient music mm-hmm. influences. But yeah, I think it's primarily... I don't know, singer, songwriter, indie rock, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so you've toured and opened for a lot of musicians. 
would you ever like want to work with people outside of Sluice, like a feature or something? Or would you want to keep it contained? Oh, yeah, I, I think that would be great. Um, I feel like a big breakthrough with this last record, Radio Gate, that we put out is there's so many people on the record. Mm -hmm. The first one was really just me and Avery, um, which was great and fun to work like that. But this one fully just opened it up to all of my friends that I thought could do cool things on it. Um, so, yeah, I would love to continue that. And if there was somebody that wanted to collaborate, it would be great, too. And what musician, alive or dead, would you want to collaborate with? Like, if you could choose anybody. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I feel like all my favorite ones I would feel nervous <laughs> to be with. So maybe I wouldn't want to. But somebody like Arthur Russell would be incredible to play with. His voice is so amazing. I would love to, like, sing behind him. <laughs> it would feel really nice. Somebody like that would be amazing. Yeah. And I've noticed a lot of your band members are part of several other bands, but you kind of like form like a little community together, like it's all intertwined. And it seems like a very fun and supportive community. Like how did it form? Thanks. I'm glad it feels like that. Yeah, it's really fun to uh, to have that be recognized a little bit because, yeah, I feel like me and all my friends have worked really hard on playing music and supporting each other. Um, just in getting really excited about people's Bandcamp records that you put up and not a lot of people listen to, but you're, those become some of your favorite songs. Um, and yeah, we all play in each other's bands and record each other's music, and it's, it's, it's very sweet. Um, what was your question with that? How did that happen? <laughs> yeah, like how did it begin? <laughs> well, I feel like I've, I've known a lot of these people for a long time. Um, like Aaron Dowdy, I play in the band Fust, mm -hmm. which is his project. Um, he is as much of an inspiration to me as any as Bruce Springsteen, for sure. Um, he's such an incredible writer and a great guy to hang out with and to play music with. Um, but yeah, I think just having sustained friendships and really enjoying being around people, and we've all sort of shaped each other's tastes just by being around. And I also think we've gotten lucky of people caring. They're starting to care about the music in a way that allows us to it's kind of lit a fire, I feel like. It's like, oh, we should really try this. Like, oh, yeah. we sh should we buy a van? Like, <laughs> let's, let's make it happen. So um, I'm excited about where it all goes, and I hope we can keep that same uh, sort of familial type relationship with each other creatively. And are the projects that everyone has with other bands, would you say that they're similar to, like, Sluice? Or, like, are they cohesive, or are they, like, very different? I think it makes sense. They all sort of exist in the same universe in my in my understanding of it, but they are all different projects. I think if they were all right on the nose, there would be maybe more like competition feeling with each other. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the Fust project is like an avant country project. I don't know if Aaron would describe it that way, but that feels different than Sluice. Um, my friend Oliver uh, Child Lanning that plays in Sluice as well, we have a project together called Weirs that's like a experimental traditional folk project that feels very different than Sluice, um, but still in the same world. Um, and yeah, like Avery Sullivan plays in the Indigo D'Souza band, uh, and that's very different music, but still, you know, in the umbrella of indie rock or something like that. So I feel like it's all comfortably in different corners of the same universe. Yeah, definitely. And you played at Hopscotch. Um, were you able to see any other artists play there? Yeah, I was doing a lot of running around, so I also was just resting <laughs> for some of it, too. I saw Flory a couple times, which was amazing. I love Flory. 
Um, they're on Dear Life Records, which Bust is as well. Um, I got to see Whitmer Thomas play. I really love Whitmer Thomas. I'm a big fan of his comedy. Um, but he had like a musical project play, which was really fun. I caught a little bit of Japanese Breakfast, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, I'd never seen them before, but that was just astounding to see the main stage. It really like was. Yeah. yeah. You were there? <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah. That was an awesome. The gong. Yes. Yeah. That was so amazing. Yeah. Her stuff, it was like so intricate. Everything she had like went with mm -hmm. her theme and like it was just so cohesive. It was very cool. Yeah. They're completely killing it and seem like they totally deserve it. That is exciting to see. Yeah. And so I know you released Radial Gate this year, but do you have any other like projects that you've started or you're thinking about? I saw that you guys were recording something recently and chickens were somehow involved. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, that was the new Weir's record, that folk project uh, okay. with Oliver Child Lanning. Um, yeah, we were recording that, I think, maybe two weekends ago. He has a, um, a family farm and a really old farmhouse that's been in his family for, I think, hundreds of years. Um, oh, like wow. they've at least tracked the history back to a land grant from King George. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> sick. I might be missing some of the history here, but yeah, uh, a wild, wild amount of history in that old farmhouse. Um, but yeah, we went up there for a weekend and took some gear and had maybe eight or nine people on it and did a lot of playing. We, uh, it's, uh, it's a, it's an old, um, like dairy farm that's now okay. being leased out to other places, but there's an old silo for all the grain to feed the cows mm -hmm. um and we climbed into a little hole in the silo and we did a, a couple of songs there oh wow. and it's so reverberant yeah um, yeah it was really fun to sing in there with like a eight or nine second reverb tale it just sounds like a cathedral but it's this kind of creepy carcosa <laughs> oh <laughs> falling my apart silo <laughs> yeah so that was really fun yeah we're gonna take a quick break to play cinturon by sluice we will be right back Cutting air cuts my face. And whose skin is this? And whose neighborhood? Where's my mom? Yeah. 
feels so good to burn it. So the first time I saw Sluice perform was opening for Indigo to Souza in Asheville. Have most of your shows like been in the Southeast region or have you played in other parts of America? Yeah, the Sluice project, most of our stuff um, until that Indigo opening tour had really just been in Durham. I think we had maybe played three or four shows, something mm -hmm. like that. Because, yeah, we put out the self-titled record just on Bandcamp and then played one show in Durham at Arcana, that bar downtown. And then I think that was early March 2020. So we just kind of like, we're not playing any shows anymore yeah. like everybody else. Um, but yeah, with that with that tour, we, you know, we went all the way up to Canada. We started in Madison, Wisconsin. So that was, yeah, it went from a tiny area to a really big area. Um, and I'd played a little bit before in New York and played in some other bands that did a, some Northeast touring. Um, but nothing that extensive before. Yeah. Do you have any pre- or post-show rituals? That's a good question. I've been meaning to um, try to solidify that because <laughs> I feel like that could be helpful. Yeah. Because um, I haven't played enough shows that I really feel like, and maybe I'll never know this, but I never, but I, I don't know how to like guarantee a good show. Probably no one can guarantee a good show, but the idea of solidifying a ritual sounds really nice. Um but yeah, with those with those indigo shows, I feel like me and Avery and Oliver uh, would always just try to find each other uh, side stage or something and kind of huddle up and I don't know center ourselves and then go off into it. Uh, and it feels really nice to be grounded by just being with your friends when you walk onto a big stage. Yeah, I definitely I definitely get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and is your like friendship with Avery how you were able to like meet Indigo? And like start touring with her and stuff, or yeah, that that definitely um, that definitely was a big piece in it. Um, Indigo and my younger sister were really good friends for a long time, um, and I went to school in Asheville, and it's a small town. So um, yeah, Indigo's manager is one of my best friends from college, and yeah, it's all just very intertwined. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, so I I think it was it was Indigo specifically that invited us. Uh, which was really kind. Yeah, so she knew you guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. This is that's such a small world like I wouldn't expect that. Yeah. Oh wow. Um also so what is at the top of your rider? 
So it's like, <laughs> uh, for those listening, if you don't know what a writer is, it's like a list of demands sometimes artists will make. Um, do you have one or? <laughs> Very newly, we, we had one. We were sort of uh, goaded is the wrong word, but I, I'm used to not being treated <laughs> yeah. with any sort of uh, like divaness. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. Um, and so, yeah, a couple days into the Indigo tour, their tour manager was like, guys, there's money left over in the hospitality budget. You guys should, you know, put some stuff down. And I was like, uh, tortilla chips <laughs> oh and light beer? <laughs> Is that okay? Um, so, yeah, it's it's all pretty pretty minimal. And the, uh, the sh most of the times the shows that we're playing are not uh, paying us so much money. Yeah. <laughs> they can spend a lot of money on us. But maybe my dream rider would be like, you know, some gingerade kombuchas. Yeah. Uh, some nice coffee. Um, some nice cheese and crackers, things like that. But for now, I'll take what we can get. Sounds like a good list. Potential good list. <laughs> um, and what is the crowd usually like at your shows? Um, I've been really impressed with the shows that we've played, especially a lot of the opening slots of crowds largely being really attentive, um, which I was nervous about just because a lot of these songs have a lot of space in them and aren't always very loud and are uh, emotionally precious to me. <laughs> um, so it feels really nice when people are quiet and pay attention. Um, and we've gotten a really warm reception from playing those for people that hadn't seen us before, um, which has felt great. Um, so yeah, we haven't played enough to really be like, oh, our, our audience is always X, but largely I've been really impressed and really, really happy to hear that people enjoy it. I mean, I feel like your music is so atmospheric that it kind of, draws everyone's attention in and it's hard not to pay attention but i i've never really noticed people like talking through your set um and also so oliver plays an instrument that looks like a pedal attached to a, an accordion mm -hmm. can you tell me a little bit about this totally yeah this like really locked in our sound i feel like it's also I love that you are asking about this because I love to talk about it, but truly every show someone comes up to him and is like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's an instrument called a shruti box. Um, oh. I think it's spelled S-H-R-U-T-I and it's from like, Indian drone music tradition. And it, yeah, like you said, it's, it's similar to an accordion. It has bellows and it folds in on itself um, and it's a reed instrument. Um, but instead of an active keyboard that you play with your hand, the keyboard is on the face of the instrument and it has little toggles. So you like toggle out the key that you want and then it just stays on. So it's it's like a sustained drone. So instead of having to press a key and then depress it, mm -hmm. it just always stays. So he'll plug in the notes of a chord that relate to the key of the song that we're playing. And then he has a pedal that uses a, um, I think it uses a uh, like the same kind of tubing with a wire through it that you'd use for like a bicycle gear switch. And so he pumps it with his feet, which then compresses the bellows and then plays the drone through that. So it like it's okay. blowing air through reeds. And this is something you didn't make yourself. You like bought this? Yeah, he bought okay. it online. I think he bought it from India. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, he like sent out for it online and got it shipped yeah. in. But it's a beautiful instrument and really fills in a lot of space. It does. Yeah, I've been trying to figure out what it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Okay, and so you said um, in college you were able to play some music. Mm -hmm. Like, what was the music scene like um, when you were in college? It was great. Um, 
yeah, I learned so much and met so many people um, playing music in college. I was in a band called Ant Sis um, with a, just a bunch of friends that, that live together or we're, we're good pals. Um, and there's a venue called The Moth Light that was really, really welcoming. And we played a ton of shows there. Okay. Um, and yeah, I feel like that was really where I learned how to be in a band just from playing those shows and how the equipment works and how to sound check and how to do all that stuff. Um, but yeah, even outside of that too, there was a pretty vibrant house show scene. I lived in a house uh, that had a lot of house shows. I don't think I can say the name of the house on the air. <laughs> um, very goofy place, um, but a lot of fun memories there. Um, and yeah, just a ton of creative people and a ton of good bands there. Yeah. Okay. And so did you grow up in a musical family? Like, did your parents like play music or, in play it or enjoy it, you know? Definitely music fans. Um, my dad would tell you that he's not musical at all, but he actually is very musical. Um, he grew up playing guitar very casually. He had a he had a friend in the neighborhood that taught him how to play some like Rush and uh, some like fun '80s electric guitar stuff. Fairly simple. And then he, my mom as well, but he's he's been super supportive of me getting into music. Uh, and when I was maybe twelve to. 15 or so I was taking guitar lessons and he took guitar lessons also alongside okay. uh, like from the same teacher so we'd be able to play together and stuff which was really sweet and he still plays guitar he'll like pull up like John Prine live on YouTube and strum along to it um but he would maybe be embarrassed and tell me <laughs> that I think it's great yeah um and so there's very little information about you and Sluice on the internet is that intentional not intentional okay we just haven't really been <laughs> like uh any amount of notable for very long okay uh, i i was just brought to it was just brought to my attention that there's a sluice wikipedia page which is massive oh, for yeah. my ego <laughs> <laughs> well i've seen like the pitchfork article and stuff yeah and i thought that was crazy like considering sluice doesn't have like a huge following i mean the review was really good and it was a pretty good rating so i thought that was really cool yeah i was i was super flattered to get that i was not expecting it um, and do you have any hobbies other than music? Yeah. Um, hobbies other than music. I like backpacking. Um, I'm about to go on a trip uh, in the Smokies in about a week and a half, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, my uh, The work that I do regularly is carpentry. Um, so I enjoy woodworking and working with my hands and uh, just kind of like tinkering and figuring out how things work. That's really fun. Um, I just like walking. Yeah. You know, normal stuff. <laughs> and so do you not work as an audio engineer anymore? No, I haven't really pursued that recently as like a main primary source of income. Um, I've really enjoyed doing it for fun. Um, I've had a lot of like personal inner turmoil of like, should I be following my dreams of X or Y? Uh, just because I feel like with art and music and all that stuff, like putting money on it complicates it. Uh, and I've definitely gone through periods of feeling burned out in working specifically in music that I didn't want to be creative outside of my job. And so I feel like pretty intentionally I've been trying to separate that part of my life. Um, but I've been really excited about being able to tour and get to play more. So that's something I've been thinking of. of like, yeah. oh, should I be doing that more because it's feeling good right now or sh is that good to keep a 
you know, uh, a divide and have my day job that I do. And mm -hmm. then I take time off and go do the thing that I, that makes my heart happy or whatever. I mean, I guess that knowledge can only really help you when creating your own music and stuff. For sure. Um, do you enjoy touring? Like, has it been a good experience? I mean, I guess it probably isn't super luxurious, but like, what is it like for you? Yeah. Um, these last couple legs have been really fun and really exciting and great to do it with people that I really love. Um, I think doing it outside of that context can get really hairy because yeah, it's not, it's not glamorous or my experience of it at this point has not been very glamorous. It's a lot of not sleeping and, uh, not making much money <laughs> at all and driving long distances. Um, but yeah, it's felt really validating to play for people and to have people be excited about stuff and to get to travel that way. It's a funny way to travel because you really don't get to see much of a city. Yeah. Because it's really brief and contained. Um, but no, it's 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 definitely an honor to be able to do it. If people are interested, I would, uh, yeah, I plan on keeping it up. Um, and so is there anything else you would like to talk about or mention? Yeah, I guess, um, yeah, I told you about the Weir's recording. We are working on the new Sluice record, which I'm excited about. Um, I don't have much more to say other than that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's coming together. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're about to go on tour supporting Superchunk for a couple of days. Um, three shows, actually, in uh, Asheville, Charlotte, and then a little homecoming show in Durham. Um, and that's this Sunday. Should be fun. And where can people find your social media? Uh, we have an Instagram account that's uh, sluice.ig is the handle. Uh, we have a Bandcamp, sluice.bandcamp.com. You can email us at sluicellc at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the end of my, <laughs> my internet access. Okay. Um, and you also have an upcoming event in the back room of the Cat's Cradle? Yeah. So, yeah, this upcoming couple of runs we're doing with Superchunk, and then I'm doing a solo tour opening for A Savage okay. of Parquet Courts. And yeah, we'll be at the uh, the back room. You can insert the date. I, <laughs> I, I don't remember it off the top of my head. November 7th. Oh, November 7th. Yeah. Thank you. I'll be at the back room November 7th. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So I am DJ Ocean Spray on Off the Record with Justin from Sluice on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. Thank you so much for listening to this interview. You can find more interviews at wknc.org slash podcasts. Thank you so much for being with me here today, Justin. Um, I will send the listeners off with one last song by Sluice, Squirrel. Thank you so much for listening. I've been known to ramble Town to town Running fast right through the brambles And falling down But baby feels good Sticking round
Ten months in, two months time, sun will come round again and melt the sludge down the drain. Trickle down into the sea. Maybe stop the train from screeching. So loud I grip my teeth. Waiting with this haggard crew in a town where I've no kin to work a job. To drive the rent, to feed myself, to sing the song about not knowing what the hell to do. But I love my friends, and they love me. And I wouldn't know where else to be. To be more like a squirrel in the park, vibrating, warm, finding good things to eat in the muck. <laughs> <laughs>